Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to Business in Heels podcast, the podcast that inspires and educates women in business globally to succeed. Now, over to your host, Anne Marie Cross. Hi and welcome to episode 10 of the Business and Heels podcast. I am your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. Now, according to my guest today, women worry most about their body image, their weight, as well as their mental and emotional health. And she is on a personal mission to help women over the age of 45 feel amazing and confident in being able to walk out of their front door every day. Now, joining me on today's show is Linda Klukas. She is the anti-aging diva and helps men and women look and feel younger. Now, on today's show, Linda is going to share how making one small change to your daily habits can make an enormous impact on your health, how it's possible to feel and look amazing even after the age of 45, and I'm certainly looking forward to hearing more from you, Linda, and how you can make improvements to your lifestyle without needing a lot of time or a lot of money. So welcome to the show, Linda. Thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to this because um, disclosure, I hit the big five O this year. So leading up to it, it was kind of like, I can't believe the day, the years have just flown by. But it's important, I think, for all of us, no matter what age we are, to look after our health, our emotional well-being as, as well. Just I love to ask the question about what got you into this business? Why are you so passionate about your area of expertise? Well, Anne-Marie, I started in the business because it was really born out of my own needs and my own necessity. So like you, I hit the big 5-0, well, last year, and I found that in my late 40s and after the age of 45, I started grinding to a little bit of a halt. Mm -hmm. um, I found it very difficult to get out of bed in the morning. My energy levels were really, really low. I was putting on weight in areas that I had never put weight on ever because I had always been and still am a very, very active person. And I just found that my body was changing and also my emotional and mental state was changing with that. Mm. So I, and what I noticed was that when I looked around at my peers, they were having the same issues as me. So I really wanted to first and foremost, help myself, but then also uh, flip it around and help others to mm. achieve exactly the same thing as what I was doing. Yeah, and thank you for that. And I think sometimes when you say you looked around and you could see that other people were also going through that, not that you would want other people to also go through that if they could avoid that, but it's it's somewhat of a, well, it's not just me. I think sometimes when we categorise ourselves that it's only happening to me, that can be an enormous weight that we have to to bear. So the fact that others are experiencing this means that we can uh, do different things to, to be able to support us. So looking forward to, to sharing. So let's talk about making that one small change to our daily habits and that mm -hmm. can make an enormous impact on our health. What's that one small change? 
Well, the one small change can be different for each person. Mm -hmm. So it's not necessarily the same small change for me as it may be for you. So in my case, all I did was I started drinking a protein shake every single morning. Believe it or not, that was the one small change that I made um, very early on in my diet. Mm -hmm. So I was always someone who used to love toast. You know, I would always have toast for breakfast. I would always have eggs. Um, I, I would always have quite a large breakfast and I used to love sitting down. Back in the days when we used to have the newspaper delivered, I used to love sitting down opening up the newspaper, eating my toast, drinking my tea and taking my time over breakfast. Yeah. But then a couple of years, probably about 18 months to two years ago, I started to change because my girls were growing up, I was getting busier and I didn't really have the time to sit down and eat breakfast anymore. So the one small change that I made was I started having a protein shake and I started putting lots and lots, and I still do, I I was putting lots and lots of fantastic nutritional content into that protein shake every day and I found that that really improved my energy levels, not only just immediately after breakfast, but actually throughout the whole day. Mm. It sustained my energy and my sugar levels throughout the whole day. So that was one small change that I made to my diet and that's that, that has really made a big impact on uh, how I feel for the rest of the day. So that small change may be, you know, it, that may not suit you. You may think, oh, my God, I can't drink a protein shake. <laughs> that may not be your thing. But it may be something as easy as instead of having a coffee a day, maybe you substitute that with a herbal tea. It may be that if you love your coffee, you may be substituting almond milk for dairy. That's another example. One small change might be that you get up five minutes earlier and do – um, a workout mm -hmm. every day. Mm -hmm. So we're not talking about huge time commitments here. We're just talking about making something easy for you to change that will, that you know, when you do that day in and day out and consistently, then that will make a big change to your lifestyle and to your health. Yeah. I love the way that you said make one small change every day because sometimes when we hit a milestone such as an age or whatever it might be in our lives, what we do is we use that, right, now I'm going to do this, this, this and this. And it becomes overwhelming because we're trying to change too many things. But if we start adopting, you know, like the five minutes or the 10 minutes or whatever it is, then we're starting to see the impact. Then we do a little bit more and then we can maybe integrate something else uh, into our habits too on a daily basis. And before we know it, the changes that we've made are really making an impact. And often, um, yeah, when we start to see the changes and the impact that it's having, it, it compels us to do more. Have you found that too? Yes, I think you've, I think you've really summed it up beautifully, Amory. The fact that you're only doing one small change and you're not doing 10 different mm. things. You know, how often do you hear of people waking up on New Year's Day and saying, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that, and they reel off a whole list of things. And, you know, at the end of day three or day four, they haven't achieved anything. So I think it's really important that you just stick to one small change and you do that for 30 days. Mm -hmm. And then, as you see, you will see the impact. And, and it's that compounding effect of, of doing that. It's one small change every single day yeah. for a long time. 
lifetime. Hmm. Yeah. And I think also, too, depending on what age we're at, and I mean, you know, whether we're still in our 20s or 30s, 40s or 50s or even older, with different age brackets comes different, um, well, there's some challenges, but there's a, there's some also exciting opportunities too, of course. But it's being aware, isn't it, of who, who you are, what may work for someone else, may not necessarily be right for you and not giving up, you know, when you hear someone doing something and you try it yourself and it doesn't really work for you. Well, maybe there's some a better choice. Maybe there's something better for you. Uh, and it's just a matter of, of trying that. Are there any other changes that you've made that you've found have made a really um, incredible, well, supported you in getting more energy and, and just uh, enjoying mm. enjoying life as a, as a 50, 50 something? <laughs> Well, I'm certainly enjoying life. Thank you very much. Good. Look, for me, I did a 30-day healthy living program mm. about 18 months ago, and that was really putting the pause on certain foods that I was eating yeah. and that I'd eaten for a very, very long time. And as a result of that 30-day program, I cut out quite a few different foods and cut out coffee and cut out alcohol. And I couldn't believe how my well that my body responded and how much better I felt even after a week of just mm. cutting out certain foods. Yeah. So I think... Um, I can't even remember the question. I'm sorry, Amory. Oh, no, that's fine. So the, so obviously just the other changes, you know, that you might have made um, that have yeah. certainly made an impact. So that, that sounds like cutting those things out certainly made a big difference in, in how you feel. It made a big difference, made a huge difference. And I wasn't aware of how badly I felt or how bad I felt, that's probably better English, um, until I cut out these foods and realised that, hey, I could actually feel fantastic and I could feel a lot better. And I think we, we often walk around and think, well, you know, well, that's how I feel and that, that's how life is. Mm. And you don't realise there is a better way to feel and, and you can feel better and you can feel better about yourself. Yes. I think sometimes you get stuck in that rush and you don't see that there is another side um, to how, you know, how you can live your life. Yeah, for sure. Let's talk about... Um, being it being possible to feel and look amazing after the age of 45 I love the sound of this <laughs> tell me more tell you more mm. well as I said early in the podcast it was really born out of my own uh, necessity so as I hit my late 40s I just found myself putting on weight and and putting on weight and realized that I was really eating the wrong foods for my body yeah um, and if you liken our bodies to a bathtub or or a sink or a kitchen sink you know after 45 50 years you know your body I just had I'd, I'd overloaded my body essentially you know there was lots of alcohol there was lots of coffee there was lots of inflammatory foods that I was eating and really I just got to the point where my body just said no it, it, it's just too much um, please don't overload with don't overload me with any more mm -hmm. of these uh, foods that don't serve me so that's where I just really took stock of wash um, had a look at my diet and this doesn't just impact me but it, it has also impacted my family enormously mm -hmm. Um, so uh, it's important to say that. So it's not uh, it's not just a personal journey, but it's really looking at the health of my my family as well. And so I I just took a stock of what I was doing and really had to. I knew that I had to change something, 
because if I didn't change anything, I would just keep putting on more and more weight and I would just really just get really sluggish and really slow. So the diet was just a massive, massive, massive change for me. Mm-hmm. And so to my mental uh, capacity, I felt today I feel much clearer in the head instead of you know, having this foggy brain um, in, in consuming lots of inflammatory foods. So yeah. that's really what it was all about. Now, I know that we've said that for everybody, there is their their body composition and what's right for them. But I know the question that many people will be asking is inflammatory foods. What are they? I mean, what were they for you? For me, they were typically bread and gluten and all of the grains. Mm. And the big one for me has been dairy. So I grew up in a very traditional European family. My parents um, are both Latvian. And so we grew up on a diet of, you know, real food. So Mm. we grew up on a diet of pork and meat and potatoes with just about everything. Um, Lots and lots of vegetables, very, very dark rye bread, not the kind of thing that you would take to school because everyone used to laugh at me. You know, they used to have their white fluffy bread. and uh, But the other thing that came with that traditional Latvian diet was lots and lots of dairy. So my mum used to cook everything, absolutely everything in butter. Mm. We, had, we had potatoes in butter. We had mashed potatoes with butter. We had our vegetables had some butter on them. We had beautiful, um, you know, fantastic cakes. But they, my mum used to make those with buttercream mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And so what I found that uh, for me... You know, I used to walk around with a tissue, I, I, you know, with a tissue all the time in my pocket because my nose was always running. I always had sinus problems. In the winter, I had a very, very red nose during school and all the kids at school used to call me Rudolph. Um, <laughs> so for me, that dairy was just, it really wasn't serving me. And and you mentioned hay fever when we were having our pre-podcast chat. Yes. And you know that that is a huge one for um for for the the nose and the and and the whole dairy really just clogs you up and really clogs up well in my case really clogged up my um nasal passages and my sinuses so as soon as i started um ditching the dairy i just found that my nose and my throat and my eyes were so much clearer mm-hmm. and that um, that's been a huge one a huge change for me yeah it's interesting you should say that because i don't have a lot of dairy although having said that i do eat yogurt uh and yogurt is dairy but i've tried the goat's milk yogurt before and that's like eating a slab of meat the smell of it so i'll have to figure something out on about uh that but it's true i mean and sometimes um it's just looking for the signs isn't it and and saying you know is there something that's continuing that maybe through a different choice of food that I'm eating can that make an an impact and have you found too that uh, with your children now perhaps limiting the dairy that that's also one of the areas that's impacted them oh for sure Mm. my my kids however are are huge dairy consumers Um, because it's convenient and it's tasty and they really love it But I do notice it does have an impact on their skin in particular. I have two teenage girls, they're 16 and 13, and and that does really have an impact. But I find it it a bit of a battle with my kids, I have Mm. to say, Mm. to to cut it out. 
Um, but, you know, that, that will all happen in good time, in, yeah. in good time. So I'm not too worried about it at this stage. Yeah, for sure. So let's talk about how that we can start to make improvements to our lifestyle without needing a lot of time or a lot of money. What are some things that we can start to do? Sure. So I think it's important that we um, don't think of dieting as dieting. I think we have to look for alternatives in our diet. And there are so many great things out there. And it's a matter of just making small substitutions in your daily in your daily lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we you know, we've concentrated a lot on dairy. Well, you can see you can find substitutes for dairy, for example, coconut yogurt and Marie, that's something you that go. you might like to try, mm -hmm. which is absolutely delicious. Um, you, you may be looking at substituting almond milk for dairy. You may be looking at doing some online programs. So online, the online space is absolutely huge at the moment and it's a fantastic place where you can get lots of resources, you can find fantastic recipes, you can get amazing support out there, yet at the same time it can be quite um, quite the enemy as well because everyone's an expert mm. in the land of Google, as you as you would know. Um, so there's almost there's almost too much information out there for some people, and it can be quite overwhelming. Mm. So these are some of the the small things that we can you know look to do, just looking at substituting certain foods for other foods. And really, there is just an abundance of, of, of beautiful. You know, we live in such a an abundant um, environment here in Australia, and there are so many fantastic foods and cafes and recipes out there that. Um, you know, we don't really need to feel like we're in a diet prison. It's really about looking for those alternatives and really stocking up the fridge with um, beautiful, fresh, real food. That, mm. That's really what I'm all about. Mm. Yeah. Talk a little bit more about um, real food because, as you said, there is so much information online and for, for people that are just getting started and may only really be at the beginning of their journey, it can be a little bit overwhelming. So when you say real foods, what are you talking about? Well, Anne-Marie, I'm talking about really just cutting out the, the processed food. Mm. So I'm talking about getting rid of the cardboard boxes of the cereals that you may have sitting in your pantry. I'm talking about, um, you know, getting rid of the, the, you know, the pastas and the pizzas and, and all of that stuff that you buy in the supermarket. I'm talking about going into the supermarket and really just concentrating on the outside aisles. Mm -hmm. So that's really where all the good stuff lies, where all your fruits, vegetables, your meat, um, your frozen produce. In the middle section of, of the supermarket is where all the nasty, sugary, processed foods live. And that's really where we want to stay clear of. Mm. Um, so um, that's that's really what it's about. Yeah, that's interesting that you should say that because now as you were sharing that, you know, the outside aisles, it's absolutely true. When I walk into, well, typically I go to Coles, that is very yes. much on the outside, the, the fruit and vegetables. And then on the other side, you've got some of the, yeah, the frozen snack, frozen vegetables and and uh, fruits as well. Yeah, I didn't even think of that till you mentioned it. Amazing. Yeah, supermarkets are a fascinating place to do your shopping because they are just programmed. Well, the companies pay big money to put their products in a particular spot so that they're right at your eye level. Mm. Uh, 
so that you don't have to go searching for them so that they're at the end of the aisle and they're always you know almost you know flashing neon lights saying hey look at look at me I'm a sugary chocolate bar and I'm, I'm on special this week yeah. come and buy me <laughs> so we can get really really trapped into buying stuff and that processed food and really it's um it, it's about educating yourself also about reading food labels about looking at ingredients and if you look at if you pick up a packet in the supermarket and it has a huge huge very very long list of ingredients most of which are unrecognizable to you then that's really a good sign to say well you know perhaps mm. this is not a good thing for me to consume um, it, you're looking for the fewer ingredients, the better yes. in, in a particular product. Yeah. So I think it's also good advice for people mm. out there. Yeah, absolutely. I was just speaking to someone the other day um, and you just don't know what people are, or organisations are, are putting in, you know, companies are putting in our foods and, and uh, you know, what, what we're drinking. And I mentioned to her that I was increasing my intake in water. Now, she obviously is very um minute in, in this because I've only ever heard her say this she's got an allergy to fluoride she was <laughs> typically a, a big water drinker but then because yeah. she's got we've got fluoride and everything and then there was something else too there was another additive that they put to her body just went mm -mm, and she can't even have a shower or anything like that so again <sighs> you, she really needed to be alert to the fact of what's going on with my body what what do I need yeah. to be mindful of, which you know, such a great lesson. But that's right. Sometimes your body gets to a stage where if you're not making the right decisions, it will kind of prompt you to have to make the right decisions because it puts up a barrier or a challenge that we have to address. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So share a little bit more about the work that you do. And of course, you're involved in the business and heal. So share a little bit more about, um, yeah, well, the work that you do and how you can support us. Sure. So I took over as branch director of the Mornington Peninsula branch at the start of this year with Business in Heels. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had only ever been to one or two events prior to that. But what I found that was that I just loved women's networking. I just loved being around women. Mm -hmm. And uh, I said to a friend in the middle of last year, I said, oh, you know, if I had my way, I would just have a women's networking event and that would be it. And so lo and behold, it's it's funny, isn't it? You know, be careful of what you wish for because yes. six months later, Lisa Sweeney approached me and said, you know, would you like to take over as branch director of Business and Heels? And I said, oh, actually, yes, I would. Great. So I started doing that and I run uh, monthly networking events down on the Mornington Peninsula. So that's anywhere from Frankston right down to Portsea. Mm -hmm. And we, I select, um, you know, I have a fantastic selection of keynote speakers. So I have one of those each month that comes and chats to us. And uh, actually next week we have an event coming up and that is with the beautiful Natasha Denman, mm -hmm. the 48, um, the ultimate 48 hour. So I, I organise those. I bring, I love to bring the women together in a community because uh, the Mornington Peninsula is a very special place where, you know, people love supporting each other. They mm -hmm. love supporting local businesses and they love to get to know one another and they love to socialise. So that's really what, um, you know, what I'm about uh, with Business and Heels, really just bringing that community together 
and really making fantastic connections amongst the women mm -hmm. and uh, and really just really just helping each other that that's that's what it's all about yeah and mornington is such a beautiful place my husband and i yeah. often go down there um particularly around sunset to take uh, photos of uh, amazing it just is beautiful yeah yeah it is a beautiful place for it, sure it is and the work that you personally do being that you are the anti-aging diva share a little <laughs> bit more about your work yeah so one the big thing that i love doing is uh running a 30-day healthy living program um that that's really my thing and uh, in that program, we uh, just look, as I mentioned before, we put the pause button on some foods. So we, we say to people, look, just, you know, just let go of the pizza and the pasta for 30 days. And what we do in that 30 day program is we teach the basics of clean eating. So each day we drip feed our clients with um, information. And that could be anything from you know, how how your liver works to, you know, why the importance of getting, you know, good nutritional um, content into your food. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it could be anything from gut health through to, you know, why gluten, you know, is bad for us. So we drip feed our clients every single day with um, key information. And that information is great for the clients because they can absorb that and they can make informed decisions which are great for themselves. So that 30-day healthy living program is all about, um, you know, getting motivated. We run a Facebook group for the 30 days. So that's a closed Facebook group. Mm -hmm. And that's all about creating a healthy living community. So that's about supporting one another. It's about, um, you know, putting up recipes and shopping lists and um, all sorts of ideas about how you can um you know, how you can feel better and how you can feel younger and more vibrant and have more energy. Um, so that's that's really what I'm about. That is my my um, my pet program that I have running at the moment. Fantastic. And how can people find out more about that 30 day how, how program? How can they find out more? Sure. Thanks, Amory. That's a great question. They can contact me direct. Um, so I think, do we put up my details at the end of this podcast? Yeah, or? absolutely. Share how people can get in contact with you about that program. And then, of course, if they want to come and uh, visit one of the networking events, and we can share how yes. they can find out more about that too. All right. Fantastic. That sounds great. Yeah. So I have a website called lindaclucas.com. They can uh, download some information um, from the website there, or they can just shoot me an email or I, I love Facebook. So I love to make friends on Facebook. So if anyone wants to tap into my Facebook page, um, I'm Linda Clucas, the anti-aging diva, and um, I can certainly get in touch with people uh, in that respect as well. Fantastic. And for people who want to find out more about the Business and Heals the Mornington Group, how do they do that? Again, uh, they can get in touch through the Business in Heals website. So if you are a female and you'd love to come to, along to a women's networking group, you can jump on to businessinheals.com and you can sign up to be a member. And the best thing is that it is totally free mm -hmm. to become a member of Business in Heels. And uh, once you're a member, then we keep in touch with you via email and also via the um, uh, via the website. And if you do live on the Mornington Peninsula, we have a Facebook group. So it's called Business in Heels Mornington Peninsula. That's a Facebook group. 
and that is where um, you know I like to keep in touch with all of the girls down on the on the Mornington Peninsula about upcoming events and um, about fantastic networking tips and getting in touch with each other. Fantastic. Sounds like a fantastic group. And uh, certainly thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your insights today. Oh, thank you very much, Emery. It's been fantastic. And that brings us to the end of another show. And please go and continue the conversation over on the Business and Heels Facebook pages and groups. And of course, the group that Linda just shared. All you need to do is go to businessandheels.com for further details. Now tell us what's one aha that you've taken away? What's one action? What's that one thing you're going to change? Uh, you know, Linda certainly inspired us to do that. Let us know what are you going to do within the next 24 hours to get into action so you can really start making an impact on not only your business, but certainly your health and your lifestyle as well. We can't wait to read your comments and connect with you at one of our upcoming in-person or online networking events. And then remember, as we always say, get clear, walk with confidence as your destination is closer than you think.